Blog Talk Radio. Boxing, 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 boxing. Well, 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 Outsiders Boxing Podcast coming to you live in full effect on this October 6, 2019. What's going on? How are you? Yeah, feels good to be back in the captain's chair. And talk some boxing with some of the most knowledgeable boxing fans that have been involved with us, rocking with us, we rocking with you on that good stuff, good stuff, good stuff. Yes, sir. Um, not gonna lie, just woke up from a little nap, man. A long day, long night, and uh, you know, uh, fantasy football has not done me well this year. Just when you think you know a guy. Christian McCaffrey goes off for about 47 points and just fucks my whole world up. <sighs> Despite the valiant efforts of one Thomas, Edwards, Patrick, Brady, and the rest of the cast who haven't been on my good side. Still got to give credit where it's due. Um, you know, <laughs> you know, it's just, I, 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 I'm, I'm looking at what's going to be a three-game Losing streak, which I've never suffered two in a row, and I'm looking at three in a row. (laughs) Real fun. You know, it's just not fair. Ever since we did this wrestling belt, that I, I don't know, it was like 250 bucks, where the winner gets the belt, and then you just pass it on to whoever wins, right? So, I got it, and these motherfuckers are conspiring against me. They won't trade with me. I offer a better trade just in compensation for a position of need for myself, and they tell me, oh, bro, that's a good trade. I would do it, but we all told each other that we're not trading with you. They blacklisted me. Fuck my whole world up. I can't do anything. They're snatching up waiver wire picks that they don't need a position of that I need just so I won't have, and they won't trade with me. Left out in the fucking dust, like the redheaded stepchild, or looked at as a ginger who doesn't belong in a picture, Canelo. But I, I, I don't get it, man. It's really been messing with me. And the last two seasons, I went ten and three, both championship games, and now it's looking like we're about to go two and three heading into tomorrow. I gotta trust my captain of the team, who's now Odell Beckham, the guy who got fucking choked out in Baltimore last week. And if you know a little history about Odell Beckham and some sort of speculation, one might think that he enjoyed being choked. Just saying. Hasn't been fucking fair, man. Antonio Brown screwed my whole fucking season, and now I got to deal with Odell being my fucking captain getting choked out. It's ridiculous, man. I've had enough of it. 
Thank God we had boxing going on yesterday because that brought a little bit of light into my day. We're talking about what happened yesterday on the Zone's card when it comes to the main event being Gennady, Gennadyevich Golovkin and Sergei Derevchenko and what people might call a robbery and you might got some fucking homers like the guy that's over on Instagram's boxing page, Boxing House, who said he had it a 9-3 fight. It's ridiculous. A 9-3 fight? For, I, I, we get it. You're Mexican. You like Mexicans and you have a certain bias. But cut the shit, man. Got a couple laughing emojis out of me from the comment section. Funny. It's real funny. Um, we'll also be talking about some of the madness that had happened over in Flint, Michigan, in which another part of my part of my mind and what I've said in the comments section got a couple of hateful remarks from people of Flint, Michigan, who just for all of a sudden think that they're fucking Greenwich, Connecticut, and think that, oh, not everybody acts like that. Right. You won't have me get any flight near Flint, Michigan to find out for myself. Um, we'll be talking about the Shield Habazin. If I don't know if that's how you say her fucking name, but that's what we're going to do it at. I butchered it. Sue me. Uh, but her trainer getting assaulted by a sucker punch that had happened um, over at the uh, Williamson face-off over in Flint, Michigan. And also we'll be talking about big man Tyson Fury having uh, some sort of a face-off, which looked like there's going to be, from what I've heard um, from very reliable sources, that says Tyson Fury is looking to get a contract in some work with the WWE that is probably looking to lead up for, I don't know, WrestleMania or something like that. But there's definitely money on the table for Tyson Fury. And if anyone um, who's, who ventures outside of their little realm of boxing, such as myself, involved with football and wrestling and everything else and everything else, then you're seeing on the Friday night premiere of the WWE blue chip show called SmackDown, they went to Fox last week. And Tyson Fury had himself, um, you know, some sort of a weird wrestling moment. But, you know, I got Willie here with me and Simon who, who checked in. So I'm going to take it to the boys. And enough of this fantasy football shit. I'm fucking done with it. Odell, your ass is getting traded for getting choked. That's all I got to say. All right, so Willa, we got time here with us. So I want to take it to uh, Houston, Texas first and see first and foremost how my guy's doing. Willa, I'm not going to lie to you. When the show started, I was real groggy and I just woke up from a nap. And now I'm fired up in a, in a very aggravated mood. I think it was probably because of the, the laughter cheers that you did about my season having a three-game losing streak. But what's going on, man, uh, in Houston, Texas? How are you, my friend? Oh, man, doing pretty good, man. Uh, you know, I'm having the same sort of luck this week in fantasy football, man. My boy Cooper Cup, I think his name is, he started the week off tremendously. Great pickup I had. But then Evans, who's been letting me down, who only who, who's been letting me down? It seems like every week scored me zero points. So now I'm I'm uh, going against Mahomes and two other guys. So we're gonna see if I can hold on to this uh, winning record that I have at three and one so far. But it's not looking good. But it looks like it's a down year for everybody um, when it comes to this fantasy football. The league is sort of weird this year. People getting hurt. People not really performing. Uh, you know, guys like. Uh, who was that? Somebody scored. No, it was uh, Will Fuller. Fuller for the Texans. I think he he had 200 and some yards, three TDs. He probably put up 40-some points. McCaffrey probably put up 40-some 40, 40 points. But, yeah, man, you never know when it comes to football. Yeah, never. 
you never, especially fantasy. But uh, yeah, yeah, back to back weekends are great, a great fights, man. Not not necessarily the 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 good as the uh, the Fox pay per view card last week. Uh, in fact, the zone card was pretty much trash until the uh, until the final fight. But the final fight was a bomb burner. Another fight of the year, man. Um, uh, up for discussion, man. So it was a good fight. Uh, glad we get to talk about that, man. Uh, glad we get to talk about the foolery in Flint, Michigan, which, uh, you know, I've visited Flint, Michigan before. I know how how they get down out there. You know, I have a story to tell when we get to that. And I'll, I also Uh-oh. saw Tyson Fury, uh, you know, mouthing off, trying to get his, uh, you know, trying to get his, his, his foot in the door when it comes to that uh, WWE. Was, was that on – that was SmackDown, right? Yeah, it was, it was on Friday. Yeah. Uh, Friday, Friday night. night. It was yeah. on Friday night Smackdown. <laughs> on Fox, yeah, yeah. And, and, and Fox is having yeah. Fox is doing a, a good job. Seems like they're they've been promoting a lot of boxing. If you remember I, when uh, the guy was announcing uh, Sean Porter, I was like, man, I know that guy. Who the hell is this guy? I was trying to figure out who it was, and it was Big E, a wrestler uh, from the WWE. And I seen I've seen they're doing a lot of promotion, man, trying to pump that Smackdown and their boxing that they got going on, even though. You know, Tyson Fury isn't a part of that, but it just seems like, you know, they're doing a lot of cross-promotion when it comes to the, uh, this boxing, man. So, yeah, man, I'm glad we get to talk about it. Uh, glad we got this boy Simon. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Strange <clears throat> strange week for sure, man, like you said in fantasy. We got Aaron Jones with four touchdowns, and I think he had the most points in uh, fantasy this week. Uh, I, I just some of the shit that you never expect. But I'm glad the Cowboys lost. So that's kind of cool because uh, God knows they were the, some of the loudest football fans when uh, they were 3-0 and after playing a bunch of nobodies. But, hey, they ain't always there. Let's take it to the Pacific Northwest and see what's up with my guy Seattle Slime, who I know is going to have a certain take on everything that happened in the Dervachenko Triple G fight, uh, judging by the text messages I received. But uh, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. But uh, I want to just see how everything's going in in Seattle. I know uh, you know the, the mood's got to be pretty good for my guy out there, given the fact that your Seattle Seahawks did a pretty good job on. Oh wait, I guess it was a a lucky miss by Greg Zerline, but nonetheless, Seahawks pick up W on Thursday. So how's everything going in uh, uh, up there in the north, man? Uh, that's pretty good, man. Um, yeah, you know the. Seahawks picked up a good win, um, which I mean, because our other wins were a little bit questionable as far as they hadn't beaten they hadn't beaten a good team yet. So to see them beat a good team um, for the first time gave me a, a little bit of uh, more hope. But I want to see them take care of a few other good teams to, so I can be sure of it. Right now, I'm a little, you know, I'm a, cautiously optimistic, but it's going good. You know, it's going good on that, but. As far as boxing goes, you know, um, it was a definitely a bizarre weekend in so many ways with the Carissa Shield situation, and then the also just the the zone card and all that. But um, yeah, two weekends in a row, two very interesting fights, uh, main events um, that were supposed to go a certain way, but the opponent didn't come in as an opponent. The opponent came in to become champion, and you know we saw that. 
Yeah, and, and and not to forget the uh, the incident that had happened on the undercard for the zone with the light heavyweight Joe Ward, the 2016 Olympian, who I sent I sent everybody the video that I sent because it was early in the, the uh, card, and I was like, did you guys see what just happened when his kneecap popped out? One of the weirdest shit I ever seen. Sometimes you would expect it to go that way all the time when you see guys fall back um, with their foot with their back foot planted. And, you know, some, you know, just by the luck of the draw, I guess, it doesn't always happen like that. But that was just that one instant where it was a, a gruesome injury. That was really strange to see in boxing. But nonetheless, man, let's kick it off, man. We got to talk about this shit. Um, so, Gennady Golovkin looks like he may have lost a step or he wasn't really all that. I don't know. depends on how you look at it. Me, I never thought anything special of Gennady Golovkin going back into 2014 and so forth and so forth. We're talking about the guy who used to leave his face out for people to hit him like he did against Willie Monroe Jr. And you had him, uh, you know, just uh, uh, the, the likes against Vinus Matarosian after Canelo's fight did not go down because of the, you know, whatever happened with the, uh, I forget exactly what it was, but the PED suspension that he had. Uh, I, don't, I don't care about Canelo, so I'm not bringing any of that up right now, but Gennady Golovkin, people thought that he was in that kind of a fight yesterday against Sergei Derevchenko. Um, some people thought that this guy was a bum. Mm, I don't know who. But, um, you know, uh, when I when I talked to Simon about it the day before or the day of, um, I was going to say that, uh, or I actually did say that, I think it was going to be like, you know, an 8-4 type of fight for Gennady Golovkin. I thought that he was going to be able to just beat the shit out of him. Then pick up a, you know, subsequently easy victory. That didn't happen. Uh, I don't have my cards right in front of me. It's in my car, so whenever uh, it's right out front, I don't want to make any noise going out. I will get it. But going off of what I remember from it, this is, I, I have a vivid memory of it. Uh, I had it a three-three fight, three rounds, three rounds, uh, or actually four-four going into the ninth round, and after the ninth. And the 10th, and the 11th, and the 12th. Maybe Golovkin, I gave him maybe one of those in between because, I mean, especially that 10th round, Jesus Christ. Uh, Zervachenko just, just pummeled the old man, just, just put it on him. And anytime Golovkin tried to put up any sort of offense, he was just getting countered and tagged and, and just getting walked down and pushed back, and he just looked bad. Um, and shout out to my boy Justin Melanson. We had bet. Um, we had bet lunch on this thing, and, uh, you know, I could have been like, huh, you know, uh, I, I can't take that bet from you, guy. You know, I thought that – I thought that Golovkin had got a gift decision, and I thought that um, – I thought that – okay, whoa, there's a fucking spider that's hanging right by me right now. That's ridiculous. It's kind of out of nowhere. I'm going to whack this motherfucker real quick. You guys could enjoy the sound of it if you like. But I'm over here chilling, talking to you guys, and there's a spider really crawling down from the second story in the apartment where I'm at. And, wow, got him. <clears throat> I think they know that I killed one of their homies later. That was crazy. That's fucking crazy. Pretty big spider coming down. But not to lose my train of thought, I thought that Golovkin got the shit beat out of him, looked like an old man, and I really thought that uh, Devachenko got robbed, you know? And um, I I don't know where Golovkin goes from here, man, because 
the way that I seen him fight yesterday and, 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 and judging off the just utter confusion of a man who did not know how to react to a younger fighter that was just bringing it to him. And we all know that they used to work together um, in sparring and things of that nature, so they're relevantly uh, comfortable with each other's style, especially for Devachenko. He knows this isn't the first meeting for these guys to get to know each other. Um, but, man, <clears throat> I'm not on the... I'm not on that fence, man. I can't, I can't do it. I picked Golovkin to win in uh, <clears throat> in a decision, and and I also made a bet with my guy on it. And you know, you know, I felt like I felt like I took something from him. I'm not taking it back, <laughs> you know. But hey, I just don't think Golovkin looked good. And if he wants to go in there with anybody who's anybody, <clears throat> judging from this last performance, he better stop with that Canelo stuff. Canelo will stop him. I mean, wh- wh- where's all that power everybody's talking about from Golovkin? You see, he beat the shit out of Adam Matarosian, who did not fight for like two years. Yeah, it's fun to watch. For us boxing fans, beat the fuck out of him. It's cool to see. Yeah. But when you come into the likes of someone who's just as high or equal opposition or a potential ceiling higher than, like a Devachenko, we've seen what happened yesterday. Golovkin did not deserve that victory. And for it to be unanimous, that's. That's robbery. That's 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 insanity. The crowd booing him. That's bad, man. That was bad. If they gave a fucking split decision to Golovkin, I'd be like, all right, we know what time it is. But for unanimously, that's terrible, man. Um, I'm going to let Willard handle this right here. And when Willard does, I'm going to look through and find these fucking judges' names because that was pretty bad, dude. That was um, bad just back. I, I don't see how they had it like that. And uh, as I mentioned earlier, there's a, a Instagram page I follow called Boxing House. They have a lot of uh, he's real informative, you know, not, not necessarily informative from a um, uh, thinking standpoint, but from a content standpoint. And uh, I seen uh, last night, you know, he's, he's writing a post talking about I had it 9-3 Golovkin. Get the fuck out of here. That's trash. I don't know how someone could actually think that. Like, if you think that Golovkin won that fight relatively easily, again, get the fuck out of here. You don't do that around here, man. I keep it real with you guys and, and everybody else as we all do. So let me take it to Wood and think what his thoughts were on this fight because um, gift decision? Yeah, I think so. Well, it was your thoughts on this fight, man, because uh, I, I don't know, man. It, it, it has the Boston world talking and the fans are doing. So what's your take on it, my man? Well, first of all, it was a it was an excellent fight, man. Um got me hyped. It was good to see back to back weeks of uh, you know, main of uh main cards that were that went off and like I said, this could this goes up as one of the fights of the year. Was it a robbery? That's the question. You know, watching it watching it First, you know, it seemed like it could have been a robbery. It seemed like Triple G was getting beat up, um, especially especially in the middle, in the late middle round. You know, he started getting his ass whooped, I think, especially that 10th round, like you said, where he was just getting tagged. But when you look back at tagged. it, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it was a robbery all the way. You know, it, it it all goes back to 
how people want to see the fight. You know, I think Dervinchenko won the fight. You know, um, I had him winning. I think I had him winning. Uh, I didn't really, I didn't keep my score, so I, I, it's hard. I forgot what I had, but I just remember thinking that when I was just counting in my head that I had Dervinchenko winning the fight, especially at the end. But it was very close because the eleventh and the twelfth round could have the eleventh could have went either way and I think Triple G won the twelfth round. So it just depends on it just depends on what was going on. Triple G was hitting him with, with nice hard shots. You know, we're asking where the power is. You know, he wasn't knocking him out, but he was sort of beating him up when he hit when he's hitting with them shots. And Dervinchenko was was yeah. coming forward, putting that pressure on him and making Triple G look uh, you know, look a little slow in there. Now the now the word is from Eddie Hearn, which you got to take everything, uh, what Eddie Hearn says with, uh, you know, you got to don't take it for granted. But he said that Triple G had been sick the whole week, and when I watch Triple G, it's sort of I I could I can maybe accept that Triple G might have not have been a hundred percent, or he's getting he just sort of fell off the whole what you know. He just sort of fell off because this was this fight. I remember when he fought Jacobs. I thought the G stands for gifts. I think uh, Jacobs won that fight, and uh, then Jacobs went and and gave uh, Dervinchenko that uh, beat up Dervinchenko for twelve. Took him twelve rounds to do. Triple G didn't look the same. Now was he sick or is he getting old? It's hard to say. We know Triple G is usually in shape. That's what we do know. The Triple G usually isn't getting tired. And around that fourth, fourth or fifth round, it looked like he started breathing heavy. He started taking more shots. Now, is that because Dervinchenko was on his ass the whole time? Maybe. Uh, maybe, maybe not. Yeah. But I, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say that he was sick. I'm gonna say that it wasn't necessarily a robbery, because I think what. Two of the judges had him winning by two points. One of the judges had him winning by uh, uh, one round, one, uh, two points. The other judge had him winning by one point. Um, I don't know if you could say it was a robbery. I definitely think they should do a rematch. I don't know if Triple G, depending on if he was sick or not, if he wants to see that rematch. Dervinchenko showed up. He he wanted to win, you know, after getting knocked down. What was that in the – did he get knocked down in the first round? Or the second round. No, I think he got knocked down in the first, first and then got his got his eye cut in the second. You know, another one of those bloody eyes that we've been seeing the last last month of boxing, somebody getting bloody eyed, but they let him keep on going. He wanted to go. Um he fought valiantly and uh, you know, much respect to him. I don't know what Triple G does after that. He didn't look the greatest, like I said, but they say he was sick. That but it was from Eddie Hearn. So who really knows? Triple G did not look the same, um, but he, you know, he fought. What was that? Steve Rose last time. He looked a little better, but Steve Rose is a bum. But like I said, we usually know Triple G to be a guy <laughs> that's in go. shape. We usually know Triple G to be a guy that's in shape, and uh, you know, he didn't look like he was in shape. He was tired after the fourth round, and that's not that's not the Triple G we know. So. Is Triple G getting old? Who knows? We'll see. Only time yeah. will tell now. Cause, you know, but I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say it was a robbery per se. I just say it was hmm. a close fight. Triple G got the nod. 
unanimous, maybe not. It should have probably been a split decision. But, you know, they all had it a close fight. I had it a close fight. I heard Devonchenko winning. But, you know, there was rounds in there where they were sort of – they could have gone either way. So, I'm not going to say a robbery, but Triple G sure didn't look like the old Triple G we know. Hmm. If I didn't know any better, I think Eddie Hearn might have slipped some money in your pocket to help defend the, the, the glory of the name Gennady Gennady of Itzkulovkin. I think I had it uh, in a combined total 75 for Dervichenko. So, not too far off, but, I mean, it could have been um, – it could have been 8-4 for Dervichenko because, like I said, after the ninth round, I stopped counting because I I just thought Dervichenko was whooping his ass. So 9-10-11-12 plus the 4. I mean, I don't know. I can't wait to hear what Seattle Times says because Willard's being very generous right now, and I'm really surprised that Willard, you're saving face for Gennady Golovkin a little bit, man. Um, I was I was mentioning Simon earlier. I don't know if you've seen Willard, but when Golovkin was watching back, walking backstage and, uh, you know, doing the whole kissing baby, shaking hands thing. He kept his left arm at his rib cage the entire time. He was shaking hands with his right hand, but his left arm was on his ribs the entire time. So it's like, I don't know if there's a broken rib. Oh, yeah, he got hurt to the body. Something like that. Yeah, he definitely Yeah, he probably was a broken rib because, yeah, he backed him up. He backed him up, had that boy thinking, thinking twice. Yeah, I saw that he got hurt a couple of times to the body. He could have had a broken rib. That's always been something, too. I don't know, man. It's going to be interesting to see how that happens, because that'd be bad. But uh, fine. <clears throat> Talk to me, man. What happened with this fight? Will is convincing me a little bit that maybe I was uh, uh, had a couple too many wobbly pops and might have been seeing something that I probably wasn't seeing. I don't know. What, uh, what's your take on the fight that had happened and that ensued as, as far as the decision that was given to Gennady Golovkin over Sergey Dervichenko? Man, uh Oof, man, I could literally do a whole show about uh, the character, the fighter, the human, uh, Gennady Golovkin. I mean, uh, I've never seen somebody in boxing be given so much passes and so much benefit of the doubt when they haven't earned it. You know what I mean? It's like, when are people going to realize, I've been saying this for a while, he ain't stopping nobody elite. It's not happening. When will you get it in your head? It's not going to happen. All right? All you have to do is take some time, take a seat, pull up his resume, whether it's your, on your phone or com- computer, mo- mobile device, whatever you want to call it. Look at his resume. When he fights lower-level competition – he will look like a monster. He will get you out of there. When he when he started facing elite opponents, Jacobs, Canelo twice, and then last night, Dervichenko, he didn't come close to stopping any of them. Didn't come close, okay? And the Rawls fight and the Vonnez fight, which ironically was supposed to be Dervichenko, and at the time, people defended that move. It's crazy how when certain fighters – drop belts or this and that. People have all this negative stuff to say. They're ducker, they're this and that. But people had no problem with him doing that, uh, you know, a few years ago. I mean, a year and a half ago. Now we know why he, he didn't take the fight. We saw it for ourselves, why it didn't happen. And, you know, Derevichenko ended up moving on to fighting Jacobs. 
Jacobs had a difficult fight with him, you know. Jacobs won, though, uh, clearly. And people at the time, oh, you know, Derevichenko ain't that good. Jacobs should have uh, knocked him out, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I remember people, you know, I'm not going to say no names, but I know some people that were saying that if that was Triple G, Triple G would have stopped Derevichenko. What do you got to say about that now? Oh, not only did Derevichenko not get stopped, Derevichenko beat the hell out of that boy. You know? First two rounds, you know, first round, it was, I thought Derevichenko was controlling it, and then he got dropped. Rabbit punch, but whatever, got dropped. Second round, he was doing well, but you have to give it to, uh, you have to give it to uh, um, Triple G, because that one, that, that hook, that hook was a hard hook that, you know, caused the cut. From there, he turned it up, man. Derevichenko turned it up, and it was hard for me to give uh, Golovkin many rounds in that fight. Um, after that, you know what I mean? I thought he lost yep. um, uh majority of those rounds. And I thought um, uh, Derevichenko, the two rounds I gave Golovkin were number six and number 11. And 11, you could have, 11 could have really went either way. It could have even been an even round. I mean, that's how much Derevichenko turned it up and was like dominated in. Hurt him real bad in the fifth, had him running. Nobody wants to talk about how the ref stepped in. What was up with that? What was up with that, man? You got to let a guy try to finish. Nobody wants to talk about that, right? Then he hurt him again in the ninth. Had him moving, staying away. Did it again in the tenth. Now, to Golovkin's credit, he did come back for a second in that round. And then, um, like in the middle of that round, because early – Derevchenko came out strong and just was beating him up, beating him up. Then, like middle of the round, Triple G had a, a good moment, and then Derevchenko finished off that round really well. Um, and you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man! Like, I mean, the guy lost the fight. You know, um, it's just crazy to me how like he gets so much of a benefit of the doubt. With Jacobs, it was oh he wanted he looked he looked, he wanted to look bad on purpose so he get the Golovkin. I mean, get, get the Canelo fight. Then. You know, with Canelo, <laughs> that was, it was that was D. Uh, you know, then then it was then it was you know in the in the and then look, I thought he won the first fight, but I thought he looked horrible in that fight. Nobody wanted to talk about how yeah in 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 a, a fight I thought he should have won. Nobody talked about how bad he looked. His timing was off. He was slow, missing like crazy. Only could really land a jab consistently. Nobody wanted to talk about that. But then the second fight, the, I mean, the, yeah, the second fight. Canelo brought it to him, pushed him back. He was looking bad. He got tired early. Abel Sanchez was telling him, stop letting him push you back. You know what I mean? It's like, I mean, when, when is it ever going to be like, it's, it's got, when is it ever going to be either give her credit to the opponent or he didn't do his job or this and that? It's always something. It's always like some other crazy benefit of the doubt explanation. Now it's he was sick and all that. Hey, we've heard, I've heard a lot of fighters in the past get sick, and take care of business. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It doesn't, once mm-hmm. you step in there, you step in there. It's fair play. If you don't want to fight, just, just pull out. You know what I mean? So the way, once you're in there, we have, to, we have to call it for what it is. And this is another cold thing about it. He, his team and everybody are bringing up how he was sick, right? You notice how yeah. Derevchenko suffered a cut early in the fight, which we know affected his vision because of the type of cut it was, how big it was, and where it was placed. You haven't heard them one time bring that up. You know? They just took care of business. 
his team and, and all them, they just, you know, they could have easily said, they could have easily just countered with, you're bringing up how uh, you were sick. We had a bad cut early in the fight. But you know why? They, they, they feel good about that, you know, they, they know what they did. They don't have to, you know, start coming up with alibis and damage control and all that stuff. Come on, man. The man lost. He will probably fight a bum next so he can look like a killer again. That's what he does. So I'm telling you, that's what he does. Every time he doesn't look good, he fights somebody lower tier to get the KO so everybody can say he's mad, he's a killer, he's back, and then he'll fight another elite guy again and not look good again and not stop the guy. When will you guys start understanding this is the story of Gennady Golovkin? Man. Fight on with that shit, man. I, 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 I echo the sentiment so much because I, I went and grabbed my card um, during time's breakdown. And, you know, I had the first round Golovkin, obviously, second round Golovkin, third round Dervichenko, fourth round Dervichenko, fifth round Dervichenko, sixth round Dervichenko, sixth round Dervichenko. Uh, seven round Golovkin, eighth Dervichenko, and then ninth. Like I said, it was just all blanks after that because I was like, this is not good for Golovkin at all. In the eleventh round, I mean, could have went either way. Uh, I I I really don't think that <clears throat> Golovkin is uh, he's not getting into that territory of a guy nobody's worried about because he's obviously someone that he's a someone, but. When it comes to elite competition, shit. If I'm if I'm somebody that's uh, you know like a Demetrius Andre or something like that, I'm trying to get this man in the ring right now, right now. Uh, but like Sam said, he I, he'll probably fight a bum and end up looking like a monster, getting all the people to back him again. It's crazy, man. So I don't know how uh, how the people feel about this one, but it's definitely got people talking. And uh, I mean. I don't know. Any final thoughts on that, Willa? If you got any uh, rebuttaling statements about what me and Simon just talked about? No, no, I don't. I I think, I, like I said, I I think Dermachenko won the fight. I would say this was a gift. You know, the G, the the middle G stands for gifts. This is another gift for Gennady Golovkin. You know, he got a gift against Jacobs. He got a gift against uh, Dermachenko, but. I wouldn't say it was a robbery because it was – that's all I'm saying. I don't think it was a robbery. It wasn't – to me, he got beat up, and he got his ass whooped a couple of those rounds, but I think you could have gave him uh, five, six rounds that he could have won in there. Um, so I don't think it was a robbery. I'm not giving – like I said, I I suspected him I, – I thought he was going to win the fight. I didn't think it was going to be an easy fight. Um, in fact, I was looking forward to this fight. Um, uh, too bad we couldn't get on on Wednesday because Block Talk was tripping. They were shut down on Wednesday to get our picks in. But I was looking forward to this fight um, to yeah. see exactly what what Triple G has left out uh, had left, and it didn't look good. You know, like Sam said, he does get a lot of. He does have the complexion for the uh, the complexion for the protection. So he does get a lot of excuses, <laughs> and and this excuse this time through Eddie Hearn was he was sick. Now the way he looked in there, the way he got his the way he was looking and just getting beat up and just standing there, especially in the tent and just getting rocked, and the way he was tired after four rounds, you know, it's either two things: it's either that he's fell off all the way, 
or he was sick. I'm not saying which one it was, you know, but, you know, it's out there that he was sick. And you're right. Eddie Hearn is full of shit. And, you know, he he didn't say anything. And he he said Triple G would never say this. But, you know, a, a guy in his camp told me that. So it could be all BS just to try to keep him alive. But, yeah, Ruba Andrade. Canelo fight alive. That's what it is. Come on, Willa. You got to – that's the fight That's the fight that his own wants because they need to make some money. They need to – you know, they need to get more subscribers. That's the fight, the number one fight they want to make for their for their network. So by explaining his performance, by him being sick, they can still sell the um, the the third fight, you know, as long as, you know, Canelo can get through this fight and he still wants to fight him. Because I, I read earlier that um, he's – the plan is for him to fight in early 2020 against uh, the guy that uh, the middleweight guy that fought on the undercard. Um, his name it's it's a hard name to uh, pronounce. Um, um, is to fight him early in the sounds like a little earlier in the, early in the year, and then probably fight uh, Canelo a little bit later in the year. Um, so they, you know they they got a plan. They it's a it's a guy named Camille Camille. Cesar Meta, um, he's a he's a he's a um, middleweight, not a lot of power, not a big threat. We all know what that means. You know what I mean? He fought on the undercard, and and everything on the zone, and they want to make him. The plan is for him to fight Golovkin next, and uh, you know, and like I keep telling you, that's what's gonna happen. He's probably gonna go in there and stop the dude, and everybody's gonna say believe the whole thing but then and i'll put this out there right now too you you guys got my word you can you can vouch for me you guys can you can set up the bat for me any triple g fans that are saying you know are believing all this you know exclusives and um, excuses and you know explanations if you really believe that i will make any amount of bet with you the next elite opponent he fights he will not stop I'll let you decide the amount. He ain't stopping nobody, dog. Oh boy. So, so we, you guys can, you guys can take it. You can handle it yourself. <laughs> you can do it for me. You can say, "Sam said we can do it." So you got my word on that. But, but anyways, this is another thing too. All right, you know, and I've, I've said the same thing too about Canelo. You know, the whole you can't win a decision and all that stuff against Canelo. All mm-hmm. right. To be fair, mm-hmm. let's call it down the line. You can't win a decision against Golovkin unless you're Canelo. Let's be honest. After the Jacobs fight, after the Derevchenko fight, both fighters lost UDs. They didn't even get a majority decision on either of those fights. So let's be honest. What, Ain't nobody going to beat Golovkin what, by decision unless what, it's Canelo. Well, I'm fine. You guys are both there. What do you What do you think Golovkin looked worse in in the fight? Was it Did he look worse? And last night against Devachenko or against Golov or against Jacobs? Last night, man. He got beaten up. Because he was like in the fight with Jacobs, he was like he was more like he was more resistant, you know what I mean? And he had better reaction reaction uh um reactionary uh, to yeah, yeah, <laughs> reactionary to, you know, what was going on, to the punches and all that. Yeah. With this it was like he, there was times where he was getting teed off on and not doing nothing and backing yeah, up. He, he wasn't doing winded. shit, yeah. Yeah. He wasn't doing that. With bad, to his credit, he was still trying. Like he would, you know, anytime he throw punches at him, he doesn't. He, he doesn't counter punch. You know, he, he he doesn't know how to counter punch, or I don't know. He just doesn't have it in his arsenal. But 
when Jacobs would throw, throw some punches at him, he would, you know, cover up, but then he'd be right back to pumping the jab, you know, trying to, you know, um, stalk Jacobs or whatever. So he wasn't doing that. There was moments a lot – there was like, you know, three, four rounds where there were moments in those rounds where he's getting, like, teed off on and he just was not responding back, you know? Like, Derevchenko definitely put more of a, more damage on him for sure. And then, I mean, look at the body shot. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Look at the way he reacted to that body shot. So, um, but it's just funny how, like, you know, you think about it, you're like, yeah, yeah, it, you ain't going to beat Canelo on the scorecards unless you're Mayweather, you know? But and we have a lot of evidence to show that. But we need to start talking about how against Golovkin, bro, you ain't going to win no decision unless you're Canelo, for real. I mean, for both of those it's fights <laughs> – for neither about, guy to even get a majority a draw on a card is just crazy. I mean, what are these people? I mean, but hey, look, like I said, the zone got a plan. They need to make sure that fight happens again. I don't think they care who. I oh mean, yeah. I th- I mean, obviously, they care who wins. They want Canelo to win that fight. And based off last night, Canelo is going to win big in that fight. You know what I mean? And uh, I mean, what's going to be? I mean, what, what's it going to be next time? Like, I mean, if he gets in there with Canelo again and I mean, what's going to be the excuse when Canelo beats him this time? I mean, are they are they going to start saying that uh, um, he's actually three months pregnant? Well, I mean, what's going? You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, I mean, uh, what, what, I, I like mean, Willa, I like Willa, I like what Willa said. He has the the complexion for protection because he's definitely. Uh, it, I don't think that we're digging too deep in a rabbit hole of thinking of some sort of uh, idea why the guy has been so benefit of the doubt sided when it comes to these certain subjects when it comes to Golovkin. Because, you know, you know everybody, and I, was, I was telling people yesterday who are watching the fight, very casual boxing fans, they really know a lot about what's going on. But, um, you know, everyone, like, watching with a girl and all that, and, and the girl was, you know, my girl was like, you know, he's like, I, I was telling him, he's like a Ned Flanders type of character. Like the happy-go-lucky, oddly doodly fucking just nerdy dude who you know, it happens to knock people out on occasion, but you have to be a lower-level opposition when it comes to such. Because, uh, and Will, uh, one thing I didn't agree with that you said was that he said we always see Golovkin in shape and and all that, but we never seen Golovkin like fucking chiseled up and chopped up. You know, he had like he he has like that you know strong dad bod type of figure, and he always has had it. He's never been like you know the most in shape looking dude. And even when people were well, no, I wasn't like the not. So, yeah, well, not ahead, necessarily how. Yeah, not necessarily how he looked, just how he was, just how he got tired. That's what I meant. You know, he got tired way. Oh, like he got tired uh, early against Canelo. I mean, he the sort body of got shots, tired man. And got, but he got tired you know? in the fourth round. <laughs> he got like, tired. He was early. tired in the fourth round. The second, go back, go back uh, and watch the um, the second Canelo fight. He was getting. He got tired early in that fight. He got he got a second win though, and I thought he won uh, a good portion of the second half. I you know I thought the fight ended up being a draw, but but he got tired up because what what did Canelo and Derevchenko do? They invested to the body from round one, and that's why he got tired. You know what I mean? And and then in the fifth well, round, you know, like, he got hit with that big in that big body shot that hurt you know hurt, hurt his rib or whatever. So I mean that, that, that that's really all it is, but. But to me, to me, it ain't – look, what it comes down to is this. Me, it, he, first of all, he, he's 37 years old. His style is a style that doesn't age well. 
The only reason why he's really still he's around right, right now, now, yeah, the only reason why with his style he's still around right now is because he didn't start fighting elite competition until late in his career, later in his career. Like, if he would have started fighting elite a competition in his, like, mid-20s or something like that, Triple G wouldn't even be fighting no more with the way he fights, like, his lack of defense and all that stuff. But that's the reason, only reason why. It's not all these other things. It's not that he's carrying guys. It's not this. It's, that. it's very simple. Is He's 37 years old, and he's fighting elite competition now. That's it. Because if, it, if, if, if that wasn't the case, explain how he can't stop any of these elite guys then. If he was if he was really the killer or everything people said he is, he would at least stop one of them, just one of them. I'm not saying all of them. I understand it's hard to stop dudes at the elite level. He would have been able to stop one of them, which and he didn't come close to stopping any of them. So that's really all it is. His he has a style that doesn't age well. He's old, and he's fighting elite competition. That's it, you know. And like I said, that's why I'm so like I'm willing to do you know whatever bet people want to do. If you believe it's all these other reasons that. He hasn't done it. When he fights and fights in another elite opponent next, I will bet whoever, whatever, that he does not stop that opponent. <laughs> you know, Chelly, that sounds like this for you. I know you'd be listening to the show, and I know Asian should be fan. But Stein made a good, a uh, good uh, 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 talk about lack of defense and, and things of that nature. Which segues onto our next subject. <clears throat> a certain gentleman had. Uh, lack of defense, and, uh, you know, I was at work, uh, you know, moving around and all that stuff when uh, I received this uh, this link from Seattle Sign about the chaos that ensued in Flint, Michigan, with uh, a gentleman by the name of James Ali Basher, who was the trainer of Ivana Habazi. I don't know. Got to get that one right. I'll figure it out. <clears throat> But she was the opposition of one Clarissa Shields, who was having her homecoming fight in Flint, Michigan. And, you know, all seemed to be good until you seen some sort of argument going on between the trainer of uh, of the opposition of Clarissa Shields. And a whole lot of things were being said. It got kind of hectic, and people looked very uncomfortable with, with some of the things that uh, – this gentleman was saying, James Ali Bashir, who was, uh, you know, obviously going at a woman and confirmed by Clarissa Shields on her Instagram that uh, it was her sister who she said, you know, her sister is a a, a, a dyke. I don't know if that's the proper way to say it. You know, sometimes you got to be fucking so extra cautious when you're bringing up some of these words. Like, I don't know if midgets like to be called dwarves or little people or whatever the fuck it is. You know, the little gnomes, the little people that walk around here. But, okay, so Crystal Shield says that he was arguing with his her sister, and she is a dyke. Um, I did not see what she looks like. She's a woman who likes women, and she's a man. I, I don't know, whatever. But, um, <laughs> but anyways, you hear the trainer um, James Ali say, you know, I'll treat that bitch like a man or something to that effect. I'm just going off with Bayham right now. But, you know, he's talking a lot of shit, and there's a lot of craziness going on. People are looking very uncomfortable. He's sitting down, you know, where people would normally be sitting down in the media section of a, of a weigh-in and things like that, a face-off and all that. Fight's getting ready to go down, right? 
and next thing you know, the next clip shows from uh, what Seattle Simon sent me. I think this one was from Fight Hub, I believe. I'm not 100% sure on it right now. I'll go back and look. But the man who was just being the loudest, talking the most shit, he ends up on the ground in a pool, of, in a puddle of his own blood. And it was a good amount. And, uh, you know, just very um, unreactionary, unconscious. There was nothing to him, just kind of, I mean, just absolutely stunned on the ground. Obviously, he's alive, and there's a a uh, a sad image that was posted of uh, Ivana Habazin, like, just on the ground right next to him. Um, it was uh, on a very popular boxing post because it had the, uh, it had comments from uh, uh, Christina Poncher. I think it was the top rank uh, a post, but it got, I mean, a lot of reaction. I mean, some of these face-offs we see, I mean, fuck, imagine if something like this had happened during the McGregor Mayweather circus that had happened two years ago with a lot of disrespectful things that were said and heated, you know, arguments and things like that. Um, um, troublemaker. Uh, Jose Benavides, when he was talking hella shit to Bud Crawford, talking about um, talking about his boy, Bomac, saying, you know, should I get your fat ass some chicken and watermelon? Saying that to a black man. <laughs> you know, it, it was a real... It, when he said that, it was like a whole crowd gasped, like a... <gasps> type of reaction that got unsettling to the people there. Imagine if something like that happened there. Um, if a fight for a certain magnitude, would it be called off? This was just a, you know, this is a homecoming fight. Like Willa always says, whenever you take care of business in a big fight, like Clarissa Shields did against Christina Hammer in the unification bout, that was probably the highly, the most highly um, anticipated woman's bout in recent times. You deserve to get a homecoming. I'm a whoop your ass fight in front of my hometown for fun. And that's what this was expected to be. But the fight was um, got it got canceled because of this. And I'm not so sure if it should be canceled because of this, but I can see why if if it comes to you know, a, a trainer being that important to you, or if it's just, hey, we have to have some sort of professionalism involved in this. Even though we do allow certain things to sell a fight when it comes to disrespectful um, um, selling portions of the fight. I get that. But at the end of the day, the sucker punch that it happened by, no one knows at this point in time. If we don't, if I don't get paid, we don't get paid. Starting from the top. And that's what happened. Um, I don't know what kind of financial state Miss uh, Habazin is in right now, but, um, you know, I think Clarissa Shields would be fine. Miss Nodman on a possible paycheck, but, you know, I don't know about the opposition and where everybody kind of, you know, builds up work for three months. And, you know, when the when the paycheck don't come in because of something like this, it's unfortunate for everybody besides the fighters. But um all in all, it was it was crazy, man. It was crazy for everything that happened. I hope that they find whoever it is and whatever suspect did this gruesome attack 
It was a sucker punch. Punch him from behind. And we're talking about an old-ass man who just got, I mean, he must have got hit with a clean, you know, cock your whole arm back and get a blunt shot on the man's jaw because he was weak and it wasn't a pretty sight. Willa, um, what is your take on all of this? Um, should the fight have been canceled? And if you have any idea as far as um, giving an idea of what should be done about something like this happening to prevent or what kind of what they should do to stay improvising and fixing a situation like this that should be done in the foreseeable future. Because we've seen uh, instances, like I mentioned about the troublemaker, Jose Benavidez, you know, a little badass in uh, the disrespectful things he said about Bomat, um, you know, getting racial and things like that. We, we've seen tensions go high, and this just happened to get a little physical, but it shouldn't have been. What's your thoughts on this whole uh, thing that went down with the Sheriff of Flint, Michigan? Well, first off, you know, that guy was doing a lot of jaw jacking. He was, you know, he was doing a lot of talk. And he's in Flint, Michigan. Now, you know, back uh, like two years ago, I was doing a lot of traveling out there to that area. And there was one, and I have, uh, I had some friends that lived in Flint. So I would go out there every, on the weekends when I was, uh, when I was out there and just go chill. And, uh, you know, this is one of the scariest places that I've, that I've ever been. I, I went down the wrong road one time, like, uh, you know, I went one street, too many and made a left on the next street from where my uh, friends live. And there was like 70, I, I, I say 70, it's probably 15 guys out there, AKs out, guns. And I, I thought it was over for me, dog. I just, I, I had to make it like the reverse real quick. You know, Flint is a scary place. So there's, there's a lot of places that you probably don't want to be out there talking shit to the locals. You know, Clarissa Shields is the local champion. Uh, she has a lot of love out there. <laughs> from the people that I talked to, you know, they all know about Clarissa Shields, the little girls, they, they're in the boxing because of Clarissa Shields. She's got a lot of love out there. So when you got a guy out there talking noise to her sister, you know, saying that he's going to treat her like a man, make her, you know, she did, she had that dyke look, you know, you could tell at first I thought she was the one that knocked her out, knocked him out. But that's, you know, she had that tough look. She said she was going to fight, but you can see Clarissa Shields saying, Hey, you know, this ain't the time. This ain't the time. But then, you know, I don't know where they were. Like, they were at, like, a local cafeteria or something. He decides he wants to talk shit and go sit down at the end of the, you know, of the press row or wherever, you know, where he's easily yeah, he was at the end acceptable. by the doorway, closer to the doorway, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he was still talking shit. So, you know, it sucks that things like that happen. But, you know, man, if you're out there talking noise in uh, predominantly – hood area you know this is the hood flint michigan is the hood you know you might get you're gonna get punched and you know he got punched um the girl said he fell on his face and that's what made all the blood come they broke his face he had to go get uh facial surgery afterwards uh you know that kind of thing happens man uh clarissa shields was on her way to make history she was on her way to make history to be the fastest uh a professional fighter to get uh the three uh, division uh, championships. This was for a belt at uh, what was that? Junior, junior middleweight at 154. Um, you know, she was on her way to be the first woman to get a million dollars for a bout. I, I believe they said. 
Um, so she lost out. Oh, I'm wow. sure that's why. I, that's what the word was. She was up there for it. She was going to be the first woman to get a million dollars. So I don't know if she got, I don't know how she probably didn't get any money. So I know she's hurt. I know David Jackson's probably hurt because he didn't get no cash. Um, you know, at first she was, she did a little IG yeah. and uh, she wasn't really, she didn't really seem that, that worried about it because I thought, I think she thought they had a, another fighter, another fight that she could fight. But when that got canceled, you know, her whole tune changed. She was very sorry, very apologetic. You know, she said mm-hmm. it wasn't anybody in her team. I don't think it was, but, you know, it was just somebody probably, it, it was her team as far as this is her people. It was some of her people, but I don't think it was her team out there, uh, cold cocking people in there running out because I don't know if they caught the person. They ain't said nothing about that. But, man, you know, the bottom line is if you're going to talk noise, stay in the area where there's, you know, <laughs> there's security and there's people that you know. You know, don't go walk to, you know, and antagonize, you know, when you're in the hood. I mean, that's just what happens, man. It's sad. Um, yeah. I feel sorry for him. Uh, you know, Clarissa Shields is one of – she's one of my favorite fighters in the game right now, and I wanted to see her whoop that girl's ass, but we didn't get the chance to because that guy was being a loudmouth. Ali, he didn't deserve it, but, hey, that's just how it goes, man. Yeah, that's how it goes, man. I mean, I, I, I feel a certain type of way about it. You know, sure. I was talking to Simon. I was like, yeah, man, you don't you don't ever want to knock out an old man, but sometimes if some guy's talking as loud as he was and as crazy as he was, well, you know, sometimes it be that way. Um, and and I was and you know I'm glad you brought that little story to us because when you talked about it in the beginning, well, I was real curious to see about what happened. But these were AKs and shit like that. Oh no, I'm hitting the I'm hitting the reverse real quick and fist flipping that bitch on the other side. That's just crazy, man. Um, uh, but let's take it aside. Time you had sent me this clip, and uh, I didn't get to it until about an hour later, and I felt bad because I was like, "Fuck! I wish I could have been tweeting about it and uh, you know, giving some instant reaction to you know the boxing world on social media, just to try to get a, a get your piece into it before it got too late." But um, crazy situation that happened, man. I don't know if there's something to be done as far as when you talk about bulking up security at some of these uh, weigh-ins and face-offs and things like that. The team, for team, not necessarily representatives, the guys who are just involved with the team and, and camps and all that, getting into shit like that, and something like this happening that way. Camps is a fight where ain't nobody getting paid. But um, what's your thoughts on this whole situation? Because, uh, as you said, pure chaos, utter chaos, or something of that nature was crazy. So, uh, what was your take on this time that it happened? And uh, if you have any solution of what could be done to prevent something like this or, or kind of fix the situation where a fight like this, homecoming fight for Clarissa Shields, doesn't have to be canceled. Man, um, wow. Uh, it, I mean, just insane, man, crazy. I mean, you, there's just so many words you could say to describe that. But uh, to what Willow was saying, the word the word is that it was actually her brother that did it. So that's what the situation is saying right now. But um, you know, it, you know, I get it. I get it, man. I get the whole you know, you know, run your mouth and all this stuff. But don't you guys think it's crazy with all the loudmouth mouth trainers, past and present, right, in boxing? The one that finally gets snuffed, 
or gets checked or whatever. I mean, this is this is beyond getting checked, or this is some crazy stuff to happen, right? I mean, <laughs> this is the absolute extreme of what could have <laughs> happened to a trainer. It happens to a trainer that is more of a you know low key trainer, you know, who happens to train a woman. You know, you would have thought if this ever happened, it would have happened to. I mean, you, we all know. I mean, we we heard. You know, the, in, there was that one incident um, a while ago with Ariza and uh, Freddie, but you know, it was like a weak kick and all that. That that was just weak. But you know, you got uh, you know, you got Freddie, Abel Sanchez, um, Crawford's trainer, uh, Kenny Porter, and on and on and on and on and on. And none of these situations ever escalated to that point. And these are guys that run their mouth all the time. This one situation, isolated situation, where it just seemed like it escalated over, seemed like they were kind of mad that he was looking at the scale, which happens all the time. Trainer, trainers for the opponent always looks at the scale during the weigh-in just to make sure everything is, uh, you know, all good with that. But for that to happen, and, um, you know, to to a guy that they're saying he's 71 years old, I didn't think he was that old. Seventy-one. That fucking old. Black don't crack. That's what they're saying. They're saying he's seventy-one years old, dude. And I mean, I just, I just don't believe in, you know, sucker punching anybody. I mean, you know, you can make a case for certain cases, you know, I guess. But I just, for the most part, I don't really a fan of that. So I didn't like that. But the fact that he, and you know, we were texting a little back and forth about it. And you kind of was like all for it, or you kind of was more defending it. And I was just, Not I was thinking more don't like, make, don't make me say like that. I was I, all for I it. was, I was more like, <laughs> dude, like, like real stuff. Like you could have, you could have really, he could have really caught a body with that one. You know, one hundred. The way dude yeah. was laid out, you hit your head on the floor. You know, what I'm saying he's 71 years old. We know the more you get older, it's harder to take these. You know, I know. You know, the problem with a lot of older dudes, they just, they feel like, oh man, I still got it. These young fellas ain't got nothing on me, you know? And they just... At 71? Damn. 71, though, man. You did not look 71. 71, bro. That's crazy, man. Yeah, I didn't think he was that old. That made, I feel a little worse about it if he was 71. Yeah, man, 71, <laughs> dude. You know? That is crazy. That's what they're saying. I mean, hey, you know, that's what I heard. It was he's 71. Because I was trying up, to find bro. out how old he was. I, I'm going to change my tone, too, honestly, Sam, because... You know, like I said, I wasn't all for it, like you're making me out seem. Come on, now. but I was just like, hey, you know, sometimes if there's, let's say, like you know, some, some, uh, I'll give you guys the example that I told time and private message being leaked out right now. I said, hey, if there was an old ass fucking Trump supporting white man, you know, talking about, you know, some brothers that's outside or something, saying ninjas this, ninjas that, blah blah blah. Hey, you know. Might want to put some tape on that guy's mouth that I have that's attached to the attached to the knuckles or something. But no, that's fucked up, and I feel even worse now that this seventy-one-year-old man and the blood really coming from the guy falling down on his face. That's fucking, yeah, that's pretty bad, man. And, and and on Instagram there was I can't exactly remember what page it was, but they had posted that the picture I was telling you guys about. I'll look on my comment section right now and find out where it's at because you know I got some hateful responses for it. You know, all I just said was, "Damn, that's Flint." And, you know, people that are from the area of Flint were writing me some pretty hateful shit. I ignored it. <laughs> you know, I don't 
you know, the blessed don't 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 coincide with the miserable period. So I, I don't really get back to this shit like that. But seventy one years old time, that's fucking that's fucking crazy, bro. <laughs> and look, and I get it. Bro. I mean, look, and I get it. You know, you're not gonna if you're gonna snuff somebody, you're not gonna be like, hey, let, let me check your ID first. You know. So I'm pretty sure a dude <laughs> didn't know he was seventy one. You know. But like, just saying that, like, I just feel like, you know, you gotta, you know. You know, with an older, with a, you, you almost kind of like with, with, with older dudes like that, man. You kind of just kind of like, you kind of just gotta let them talk, and you kind of just gotta be the bigger person because, you know, they might be running, uh, you know, running their mouth talking about the shit, but if they're not really stepping to you, which he wasn't, he, you know, he he went and sat down. If they're not really like getting to in, in, you know, in, in your face or threatening in the sense of like you think they might, you know, hit you or take off on you or something like that, you kind of just gotta let them. Just run their mouth because in reality, they they're not gonna be able to do nothing, man. They're just too old, man. They passed their prime. Just let them run their mouth. <laughs> you know, they, you know, let them feel good about themselves. I mean, he was let, let feel his, like they still. He was putting his hands in the uh, in 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 what in the uh, in the chick's face though. You know, yeah, she could have yeah, no, sworn right up on that, But 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 what I mean is when he sat down, he like, once he sat down and was running mouth, he's sitting down. You know what I mean? Now if he would have kept coming at her aggressively and all that. Just let the guy talk, man. You know, just let the guy talk, you know. But, or if you're going to do it, I mean, come on. Just, you don't have to, I mean, you ain't got to sucker punch him. I mean, to be honest, like, does, do any of you guys really need to snuff a, a sucker punch a 71-year-old man? Shoot, a 55-year-old man. You get what I'm saying? You don't You don't really need to do that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, you, you're probably going to get the W anyway. You know what I'm saying? I feel so, like I feel like if anyone done it, I feel like whoever did it or whatever, I think they would be in the demographic of the the younger generation from an 18 to 25 range. I don't think anybody older than 25 or somewhere around there would be doing something like that. I think it was a young guy who did this one for sure. If it comes out, yeah, the same it was his, it was her brother. You know, it sounds you know, like a young. Kid. I don't know. I think eventually all the details will come out, but from what I had, you know, uh, I had was looking around, reading around a little bit and stuff, and it was. It sounded like uh, it, what they were saying was it was his bro- it was her brother, and that dude is seventy one. You know, I was like, "Whoa, dude, that yeah. is way that's like a hate crime." That's a- <laughs> <laughs> They'll get you know you get oh, extra man. time for elderly though for beating up elderly. That's, that's, what that's I mean. like it's a- not worth it, man. You yeah. gotta you gotta relax. You, know, you, can't, you can't. He could. I mean, look, man. He gonna he he gonna he gonna be in a lot of trouble anyway. You know, just because of that. You know. That's an assault, and the way it happened. Anything, anytime it becomes, you know, national news and things like that, it's always they're always going to make it a bigger deal. And then, um, you know, seventy-one-year-old man, you know, laid out unconscious, you know, facial fracture, all that. I mean, that's a lot of time right there. But let's say he would have fell, hit his head on the ground, and died. Now you're like looking at the rest of your life over something that wasn't that serious. Yeah. It's crazy, man. It's crazy to think about because, yeah, it's, it's not necessarily the hit all the time that could be the fall. Um, you know, that's why I always tell people I love the fight game and combat sports. I love watching boxing, the sweet science. Tell even UFC, I'll fuck with it sometimes. It's a quiet taste for some, but I like it, you know. Um, but, man, I, I don't watch the uh, world star street fights and shit like that that comes up online that, you know, seems to be everywhere. Um, I just don't, you know. Um, it, it, it's crazy to think that this should happen and, 
And I know that next time, hopefully next time, there'll be more of a bulked up security at some of these events, you know what I mean? But uh, we'll see uh, if there's anything to be done and if, if anything can be fixed about something like this because it, it's pretty fucked up how everything that happened and what transpired. And, uh, you know, I know not everyone is like that in certain places and, and all that shit like that. But, yeah, you know. Uh, bad situation. Hopefully next time, hopefully they can get this fight going. And, I mean, I know it's kind of cold for me to say, but I I, I want to see how this <laughs> uh, James Ali reacts to once he gets back into the full swing of things. Old man need to watch out, man. These young guys out here, they don't give a fuck. These young guys out here, these young cats, they ain't got no respect for nothing. These young punks, I see them all the time. And, uh, you know, you need to be careful. Be careful. <laughs> You know, I was uh, um, I was always told whenever you go, whenever I go to, let's say, a restaurant or a bar or something like that, I always sit where I can see the front door. Because if I'm sitting to where the front door is to my back, you never know, man, if some of them Taliban motherfuckers or whoever want to come in popping off, I ain't going to see nothing. But if I'm sitting where I can look at the door, I'm going to see and walk in. Next subject. I don't want to get no racing paid for that. But anyway, <laughs> last subject for us, guys. Um, this one, um, great show. We've been killing it so far. Uh, but last topic before we get out of here. Kind of a fun topic that's involved with, uh, obviously, boxing and something that's outside of boxing. Your boy, Sime, Tyson Fury. Um, I heard that. If I, Let me go to the message real quick. Uh, my guy, he works for a... Uh, uh, local newspaper out here in Fresno. And uh he's actually the one who got me kinda of put on some of this uh some of this uh he he uh, got me on with uh some of the newspaper articles that are out here and uh got me really a little foot in a little bit, you know, just to see what it's like and, and all that good stuff. But um uh I was uh, talking to him about this shit and he don't really know too much about boxing. But um he had uh, sent me uh, a link about Tyson Fury appears to be headed towards a contract of some sorts with WWE management involved with a possible pay-per-view match that would be, um, I think, towards uh, the middle of next year, and that would be what WrestleMania is in wrestling. That's like the Super Bowl, blah, blah, blah. But Tyson Fury was involved in Friday Night Altercation on SmackDown Wrestling Show that had moved over to Fox Sports. And uh, Fox Sports had allegedly put, uh, they bought the rights to the WWE show SmackDown for $4.4 billion. Now, let's just put things in perspective. UFC sold for $2.2 billion. So, wrestling still somehow getting that big money out there. Look, my girl, she don't like when I watch wrestling. I'll put it on. And, you know, I look at the female performances for sports entertainment purposes only. Hey, if they wear some sort of clothing that is exposure to um, the voluptuous, uh, <laughs> the, the goods that show. Hey, I don't watch that. I don't. I don't pay no attention to that. I just look at the sports aspect of what it is and how female progression has gotten so powerful for the women's movement. And I am big on women rights and things of that nature. So, uh, but Friday Night SmackDown had moved over. And WWE had had a show premiere 
um, that was at Staples Center, which brought out a lot of star power. There's a lot of people out there as far as the celebrities that were involved. But Tyson Fury had was sitting ringside, and uh, a big gentleman by the name of Braun Strowman, he's a, a, a really big dude, about 6'8", something like that, joke, lumberjack-looking fellow. Um, he threw a little wrestler into the area of Tyson Fury, in which Tyson Fury had spilt his drink on his, his suit, his nice little white suit. They had a stare down. Next thing you know, Tyson Fury's hopping over the, the rail, and get stopped by um, probably like 12 little security guards, and they had to escort Tyson Fury out to the backstage area. It was kind of fun, though. Fun little, fun little uh, dialogue because I've seen in the uh, forum on Twitter, you know, people are like, wrestling fans are like, who the fuck is that big guy? He's bigger than what they think is the biggest guy in their sport. And it's like, that's Tyson Fury, man. That's a big dude. And uh, looks like Tyson Fury might be looking towards whatever happens in the rematch with Deontay Wilder in February as scheduled. He might have himself another cash uh, cash flow coming through for WrestleMania, where we've seen the likes of Floyd Mayweather uh, in WrestleMania against Big Show. We've seen Mike Tyson in wrestling events with uh, with uh, uh, the likes of uh, Shawn Michaels and so forth. So it's not the first time we've seen boxers involved in wrestling. This just kind of happens to be uh, one of the best heavyweights in the world. And uh, you know, I've seen Paige's joke about is Tyson Fury going for the lineal WWE championship as well now? <laughs> like, it's funny, man. But, well, um, I, I, I've seen, I've seen uh, a lot of stuff on Twitter about this and Tyson Fury. And we all know the character Tyson Fury is. You think it's possible we're going to see Tyson Fury in the scripted ring that we know as uh, WWE professional wrestling. Oh man, Tyson Fury! It seems like he's a great businessman, and he's trying to make business moves. Um, it makes sense, like you said. We've seen Muhammad Ali, I believe. We've seen uh, um, Mike Tyson, Floyd Mayweather. You know, he's trying to get his money up. Uh, WrestleMania, I can see that happening. You know that. And there'll be another fake belt for him to have. You know, he's got this lineal belt. You know, that's fake. Maybe he can fight for, you know, he can fight for some other fake belt, man. So, you know, hey, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm not mad at it. Um, you know, I saw a little bit of SmackDown. I just saw the beginning. I didn't watch it all, but I saw the highlights of uh, him coming in, and then I also saw the end where they got uh Kane Vasquez coming back. Uh, he's he's getting into wrestling too. So they got two big big guys out the real fighting world trying to come in, man. So I'm not mad at it at all. Um, you know, big ups, you know, I always watch WrestleMania and it wouldn't, it wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't be mad at Tyson Fury being a part of it. So, you know, Hey, good moves for him. He's trying to make his money. He's been fighting bums for the last two, the last couple of fights. Um, you know, now he'll have a, (laughs) a a fake fight with some guy, uh, Braun Strowman. And yeah, we'll see how it goes, man. But I'm not mad at it at all. Hey, Willard. Um, I don't know. I, nah, never mind. Let me leave that. We'll, we'll talk about that later. Oh, um, sign. Oh, sign's gone. All right, so sign's gone. So it's just me and Willard now. So, um, yeah. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I remember. Um, I remember Mike Tyson saying 
in a in a podcast, uh, a hot boxing podcast that he has. Uh, uh, when he got into wrestling, he talked about Vince McMahon saying, "Yeah, wrestling's fake, but the but the checks ain't." So WWE just sold for four point four billion for one show, but it's SmackDown. So hey, they might have a lot of ends to throw at Tyson Fury to you know get in the match and have a little bit of fun in the ring. We've seen Shaq in there. We've seen Snoop Dogg. We've seen a lot of people involved in wrestling when it comes to the sports entertainment business. And, um, you know, you know, I was watching the show vividly, but once Alexa Bliss wasn't on there, kind of lost a little bit of my interest. But um, from the sports aspect of it all, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, it, it'd be crazy. But, um, uh, you know, uh, we'll see what happens with that. Tyson Fury is a character. He's made for that type of environment. He's a fun, he's a fun outgoing guy. And, um, you know, it's something about the, those Irish guys, man. You know, Tyson Fury was really the Conor McGregor before Conor McGregor, if you think about it. Uh, Big Conor is what I used to call him back in the day when Conor McGregor was looking like the baddest man on the planet and everybody's favorite fighter to go to when it comes to the uh, topic and discussions of face of the fight game and things of that nature, whatever, whatever. But, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, but, well, uh, I think that's all we got here, man. Time dipped out on us. It's me and you here now. Um yeah. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, Blog Top ain't tripping and we'll be able to um, get on Wednesday and see what's going up. I'm glad boxing's picking up at this point in time right now. Um, you know, the Spence fight with uh, with uh, Sean Porter or something. And it's just, uh, you know, we've been in a little bit of a limbo, so to speak, when it comes to boxing. But all is good, man. And um, uh, we'll see what happens moving forward. Hopefully, we get some. Business picking up. We've got the Wilder fight coming up uh, with Luis Ortiz and uh, you know, things of that nature. But uh, what, what, what's going on, man? I know it's uh, what, what, what time is it over there right now? Is it ten o'clock over there or nine forty? Yeah, it's ten forty, man. I'm about to finish watching this show uh, on Netflix. Top Boys, I think is the name of it. That's just off the hook. About to finish watching that little series on Netflix, man. And then uh, yeah, call it a night, dog. But, yeah, we should be back on Wednesday. I think we got Usyk fighting the heavyweight fight. Um, then I think we've got uh, we've got some pretty good fights coming up uh, to end the year. So, uh, yeah, we'll be back in business, hopefully. That's what's up. I forgot about Usyk coming up. We're going to be on that one. All right, man. Well, shit. Enjoy your night, brother. I'm over here chilling with my woman right now about to relax. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Laughing at these Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes, light skinned ass for holding the L tonight against the Indianapolis Colts. That's Simon's boy. Simon always want to talk about he better than Tom Brady. Not today. Not today, big fella. My boy Marlon Mack did his thing over on running back, you know. <laughs> and, you know, if, if only everybody could perform like my best. Um, we'll see how things work out moving forward. I'm on a three game losing streak. I'm about to lose my goddamn mind. Especially when it comes to tomorrow night, my San Francisco 49ers will host the Cleveland Browns, and I'll be going for my team and also hoping that Odell Beckham wreaks havoc on my team. That's what fantasy football does to you. It makes you go against your own. Uh, sometimes it beats that way. <laughs> but anyways, Will, I appreciate you, brother. I, ha- I had a great time uh, doing this show with you guys, man. Appreciate Simon, the Pacific Northwest thing, and then his, his uh, always charismatic view when it comes to certain fighters like Triple G and things like that. Things like that. But, 
All right, I'm going to get ready to uh, call tonight. Uh, well, I hope you have a good one yourself, my friend. Uh, everybody that's rocking with us is rocking with you. Like, subscribe, share. We appreciate the content, the love. Um, hey, you're gonna, if you want to bring some, some hate mail to me for things I said about Taliban coming through the door in restaurants, I, I take all of it. But uh, speaking for myself in the San Joaquin Valley of Central California, Houston, Texas, the Pacific Northwest of Seattle, Washington, I appreciate you guys. Have a better Monday tomorrow than you had last week. And let's make this week move up. We'll be back on Wednesday talking about the preview show coming up with everything and everything. And you are the Outsiders Boxing Podcast, folks. Take care of yourself. Love one, love another. And we out of here. Peace. Mom, I love you. P.O.P. All the time.